Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, boys, girls, and NBs. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? Well, Anchor makes it so easy, even us three figured it out. Here's a few reasons why you should start today and to do it with Anchor. First off, it's free. Anchor also has creation tools, making it easy to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. I just love that Anchor distributes our podcast for us. So we just upload it to Anchor and they put it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's just so easy. And guess what? You can make money from Anchor with no minimum listenership. Get that cash flow with zero listeners. Boo. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, NBs and Bs, and welcome back to the judgiest place on the internet. My name is Zaddy Josh. My name is Aaron. And my name is Chris. And we are the Judges. Judges. The Judges. We all have great new nicknames. I'm Zaddy. Mm, I'm happy we'll I'm Zaddy. About, uh, we'll think about it. We'll reconsider that one. Let's do a 2025 reboot of Adam Sandler's flick and call it Big Zaddy. Where it's sort of just Dylan Sprouse as the dad. Hold up. This isn't a terrible idea. Yeah, it is. You're um, telling me Dylan Sprouse isn't a zaddy? Uh, Dylan is a zaddy. I'm more of a Cole fan. Incorrect. <laughs> In Colerect. After you broke up with Lily, you're still going to be a Cole fan? Still on that Cole train? Now he's. I'm now- more of a Lily fan, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, she more hits you in the Reinhardt. I fucking hate you, dude. Guys, please leave us reviews on Apple Podcast. Erica, please read one of them. I was going to do a whole like transition thing. Yeah. And you ruined it. Um, So the the review that I'm doing is from Aaron, not Erica. Uh Uh-oh. Which was where my transition was going to come in. Mm. We could have just redone it. No, it's fine. Do you want to redo it now? No, it's fine. All right, we'll cut all of that. Erica, redo it. (laughs) Sorry, Aaron, redo it. Take it from the top. I hate all of you. Erica's shoulders must really hurt from carrying the team. Oh, yeah. Five stars. Actually, uh, this says 15 out of two stars. Mm. I mean, that's pretty good. That's that's a lot of stars, yeah. Little do they know that, <laughs> yes. Eric. Okay. 7.5. Erica's shoulder actually hurts because she has an AC joint separation. Well, so that's the real reason, guys. My shoulder will just like dislocate on its own all the time. It's awful. Anyway, she says 15 out of two stars. Erica really looks like an Aaron. Must be why she's carrying this team. I thought that was very funny. That's bullshit. Does it, what's the Aaron reference? That's what. Oh, a lot say of people think that when I say, guess what my name is, they usually say Aaron. Mm. Like nine times out of 10, somebody guesses my name is Aaron. And wasn't the podcast you listened to someone's name is Aaron? Yeah. 
Actually, this podcast will, will kill you. Both yeah, of okay. the hosts' names are Aaron. Aaron, right. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. And Christian, you want to get in... I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, you want to get into your review? Yeah, I got a, rev- a review here from Boschner. Hamana hamana ooga ooga. I've been listening for a couple months now, and I have never been able to stay dedicated to something for this long. And I'm 18 and have ADHD, so that's got to say something. Also, I'm from St. Louis, so I get all the Midwest references, and it makes me feel so good. Anyways, definitely listen to this podcast. It's thumbs up, 100 fire emoji. Wow. I had to use emojis in case Christian is reading this because I know he's illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking nailed it. I would describe our podcast as like a gateway to the West. Yeah. We're sort of like a St. Louis of a podcast in our way. No, shut up. Okay. East St. Louis, since we're in Illinois. Oof. Okay. And guys, here's my review. We're going international. Ooh. We're going down under to Australia. We had a lot of Australia talk on this pod as of late. Yeah, that was two weeks ago we had a lot of Australia talk. And the week before that. Yeah, we got all the all the jargon wrong. People yeah. are very mad at us for being idiots, dumb Americans. Don't know that, what a I servo mean, is. That's fair. I mean, get real words, right? Honestly, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Titled, What a Wonderful Surprise. I discovered this pod while scrolling through the talk and immediately was immediately intrigued at first glance. After looking at a few more of your ticky talkies, I decided <laughs> to have a listen. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh-oh. Uh, well, that's fair. I don't know what it is, but listening to it in all its glory just didn't do it for me. But I was sad to feel that way because I really wanted to like it. However, since I find it hard to sleep, I put on an episode that had an interesting title. And needless to say, I absolutely loved it. Hell yeah. I don't know if it was because I was in a state where you should be sleeping, but I'm staying up late at night instead. But I seriously couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> That's the reason. I yeah. wonder what episode it was. Make up excuses. I didn't sleep that night, but I have pretty much been constantly listening ever since. I open. I oftentimes listen to it on Spotify and then again a few days later on YouTube. A true fan. Especially because where we are, because I live in Sydney, Australia, where we are currently in lockdown, which has been dull until the day I stumbled upon this gem. It's been about a month now, and I haven't had a proper night's sleep since listening to it that one night because i can't get enough of it but i don't regret any second of it anyways thank you goodbye i lip eye what i lip eye oh i lip eye well you don't know the australian emojis no i I was very confused (laughs) so thank you for our international listeners of course christian hates our international listeners he's a giant nationalist in that regard Ooh. Also, we did get a comment that we need to have a sheesh-free episode, so that will be bleeped. Well, yeah, we'll have to bleep that. <sighs> Where people are sick of the sheesh. Also, it's she now. There's no sh on the end. Well, mm. I mean, I don't think there's Chair. ever really supposed to be pronounced. The the sh is never really supposed to be pronounced. I think it's always supposed to be she. New merch coming out? Just she? Cause dad hats so that we still piss off all of our listeners by not getting better merch. Okay. It's the same design, but instead of SH on the end, it's two more E's in different <laughs> fonts. Well, I'll have it like in parentheses or something so you know not to pronounce it, but it's supposed to be there. And on the back of the hat, instead of the, the freezing emoji, we would just put the chair emoji. Oh, can okay. we not with the chair emojis? <laughs> They've only been a thing for like three days and I'm over it. <laughs> 
I'm sitting this one out, folks. <clears throat> did it, guys. He guys, we don't just make great puns on this episode. On this, correct? Podcast. You don't. We also Ouch. podcast on this podcast, and that involves us reading stories that we find on the internet. And, and laughing. sometimes Josh does that. So here we go. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I found the story a while ago. I really wanted to read it. I didn't because we saw a different creator read it. But I'm reading it anyway. What a bad boy. So shout out to Church of Joe Stone if you want to go listen to his take on it. Am I the asshole for taking off my trunks when my friends were taking off their bikinis? I Hopeful. Well, you can get into the details. Any questions first? Well, I was, I was like, is it just bikini tops or is it full bikinis? Because I feel like that changes it a little bit if you're getting fully naked versus just letting, letting the girls out. Okay. Letting the hair down. Your boobs are hair now? Yeah. Okay. The whole situation is a little hairy. Meaning he doesn't use... Manscaped Lawnmower <laughs> 4.0. I, male, 25, had a small get-together with some friends yesterday. We mostly hung out in my pool. Night comes around. We're all at least buzzed and still sitting in the pool. There's about six people left. Four girls, one guy, and me. And the one girl, Allie, takes off her bikini top and says, God, that feels better. Line her hair down. And we all laugh, and a minute or two passes, and another girl takes her top off. And then the other two take theirs off together pretty soon after, and we all laugh again, having a good time. We're all close, so this wasn't that big of a deal. I'm not a 14-year-old boy who loses his mind when he sees a tit. Imagine. A single tit. I wish. if you will. I wish I wasn't cursed with the this awful life of where I absolutely lose my shit when I see a tit. <laughs> I'm still 14 at heart. A few minutes pass and I say, fuck it, out loud. Put my le- pull my legs out. So like he like puts his legs out <laughs> from the water. Does a handstand. <laughs> Wanna see how long I can hold my breath? <laughs> Put my legs out and slip out of my swim trunks and then sit back down. The others laugh, and then the other guy, Steve, says, Well, I'm not gonna be the only pansy here, and takes off his trunks too. And he and I laugh, but the girls don't really laugh and start looking between themselves and covering their chests. I notice this and ask, Oh, did we take it too far? And Allie says, I mean, a little bit. It just feels like it's getting sexual now that we're all naked, you know? And I said, I guess so. Sorry. I didn't mean to make anyone uncomfortable and put my trunks back on. Steve did too, but only one of the girls put their tops back on. It was quiet for a few moments until normal conversation started back up again and things seemed to go back to normal. An hour later, everyone left and I went to bed. Woke up today, did some stuff, and I get a text from Allie. She says she thinks I was really inappropriate taking my dick out last night and making Steve do it too. I told her again that I didn't mean to make her uncomfortable and I'm sorry if I did, but she and the other girls were taking off their tops and I thought it was okay and I absolutely didn't make Steve take his trunks off. He did that of his own volition. Correct. I can't believe, I can't believe he peer pressured Steve like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Steve, like, they didn't even say, come on, dude, get, whip your dick out. I don't want to be a pantsy. I think there's a spelling error back there. Also, they got to be 14 if they're still using the word pansy, right? Probably. She responded that it was inappropriate because they were taking their tops off, not their bottoms. Plus, two guys surrounded by topless girls were bound to get hard, and then it would get even weirder and possibly make them feel threatened to be around us. I told her I thought she was being unreasonable and sexist, but I was sorry if I made her uncomfortable and I wouldn't do it again. But she's still upset and my other friends that were there are staying out of it. 
this is an insane story. You want the update now or later? I have opinions first. Yes, give opinions. So, first of all, nipples and boobs are not the same as below the belt. Like, that's not on the same caliber. Mm -hmm. So, I really don't think he should have taken his pants off. Yeah. I think I think it was inappropriate, but at the same time, he did not pressure the other dude into doing it right. too. And as soon as one of them was like, "That was weird, man," he remedied the situation. He apologized. He's like, "Ah, sorry. I thought we were all having fun." Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I don't think he's an asshole. I don't think he should have done it. But I don't know. Lesson learned for sure. Yeah, That's for sure. That only takes one time for you to learn your lesson. <laughs> It it is weird, like he maybe just doesn't mention it, but it is kind of weird on their end too, the girls' end, just to be like, I'm taking our yeah. tops off now. Like this is what we're doing without like asking them first. There was just a not a lot of consent going around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad I called it from the top, dude. You mean from the bottom? Well, the bottom stayed. <laughs> the tops came off. Mm-hmm. So did the bottoms. No. Well, I guess not I the ladies' bottoms. Yeah, and I felt like that was the big determining factor where whether it's like, how weird is this fucking hot tub party getting? Were they in a pool or a hot tub? Pool. Yeah, I think it's mostly, yeah, if they took their full bikinis off, it's like, this is getting weird. I guess we're just going to be freaky, guys. But if you're taking just your top off, it's keep your cool, dude. Yeah. And if, if especially to steal the spotlight. I mean, if you're going to be in that state where, like, you would just ask, like, hey, do you guys mind if I take my bottoms off? And, like, I, it, it might change it a little bit if, like, they were still in the pool. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then you can't really see anything. That's but what I was thinking, too. still fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't like that she was, like, well, a pool full of naked or topless girls. They're bound to get boners. Yeah. Okay, so... What it doesn't make any difference if he's wearing shorts or not wearing shorts. Yeah, he's gonna get boner Very, regardless. He's gonna get one either way if he's going to. And also, that doesn't that's not necessarily how every man works. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I am not a man personally, mm-hmm. so I shouldn't say I know how men mm-hmm. feel. But I just feel like that's again, you guys aren't fourteen year old boys. Like you can, can kind of control that. I mean, to, to be an fair, extent. To be fair, I mean, it's twenty five. Yeah, I don't know. That is an age where, yeah, he does say, like, you don't lose it when you see a tit. You've seen a tit or two in your life. And I taught I taught a tit or two. Oh, my God. And then I didn't. Um, be really awkward if they start moving towards the jets on the pools. Am I right, fellas? Frick, bro. Richard, thoughts? I'm going to boo your... Jets? The boo your Sylvester, f- yes. the cat? Thank you. I was going to boo it, and then you kept talking, and I didn't want to interrupt for once. Small update. I've been doing my best to keep on top of comments and genuinely listening to all your advice, and I made the decision to text Allie and ask her if it'd be all right if I called her to talk. She said she was all right with that. So I called her, and right away I apologized without any concessions. I told her I misread the situation. It was a major mistake. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I said I was sorry that when she came to me with these feelings, I called her unreasonable and sexist. She accepted my apology. Was that in the story? Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? I didn't hear I laughed that. at it. <laughs> he said... Um. He said, uh, blah, 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 let me find it real quick. I don't remember you ever saying that he said that she was being unreasonable and sexist. He said, 
she said two guys surrounded by topless girls were bound to get hard and then it would get even weirder and possibly make them feel threatened to be around us i told her i thought she was being unreasonable and sexist but i was sorry if i made her uncomfortable so she accepted my apology and apologized in turn for saying that I forced Steve to take off his trunks. We both agreed to talk about these things beforehand in the future to make sure everyone is comfortable and consenting to everything happening and we are still good friends. I also called the other girls and expressed the same apology and they accepted it as well. And I called Steve and apologized for making him feel like he had to disrobe too. But he laughed it off and said that he was just glad the situation seemed to be resolved. I love the way that this resolved. This is great. This, this is a group of adults. They must listen to the pod. Communicating effectively, talking about their feelings, apologizing. It almost feels like a fake story that there is so much <laughs> open communication and understanding. Yeah, well, every story on the internet is fake, so. I would like if, I'm just saying if I was in this situation, I want to be Steve. Because he literally was just like, okay, I'm going to go with the flow. And then it blew up in his face and he's just like, okay. And then he just backed out of the whole situation until everybody else resolved it for him. And he's like, oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> you just you never want to be the first guy to take your pants off at a party. <laughs> I was just vibing, bro. Number two is always the spot where you want to be. <laughs> All right. Another small update part. Um, number one, I'm fine with r slash or any other YouTubers reading this for content. Uh, hmm. Well, it's, it didn't matter if you were okay. We were going to do it anyway. <laughs> number two, I plan to show Ali, Steve, and the others this post and comments the next time we see each other. I've never been intimate with any of the people there, but I've known them all for years. I am not showing Reddit my dick. I've been scolded enough for showing my dick for one day. Thank you very much. I don't know how big Steve's dick is. It was underwater. This wasn't the first time I saw most of them partially nude, but I think this was the first time I was openly nude in front of them in plain view. And I'm bisexual. Okay. So right, none, of that, that none of that mattered, but that's questions you okay. kept getting asked. All right. Oh, I had a question. I can't remember what it was. Do you think he was bisexual or not? <laughs> that was the that was the big one on my mind. How big Steve's dick was? No, I don't give a shit about Steve. Yeah, he didn't give More a shit More concerned either. about the tits. What's the... Read the top list of that again. I already unsaved the post, so it's fucking gone. It's gone forever. Well, so is my thought. You can cut all that. Do you like that story? Yeah, I, I like the... I like that it it had a the very well-rounded ending to it and then and everybody was happy in the end it had like that it had the classic setup of like this is gonna be a fucking shit show. oh yeah yeah that's what it felt like and then yeah it's just like whoop. oh that's this is what i was gonna ask what did the internet deem him did uh, they deem um, him an asshole um mainly like i think it was like a no asshole here okay. sort of situation where it was like Everybody's reactions were kind of justified. Okay, uh, you could I could understand under the influence of some alcohol, especially if this wasn't the first time that they've had themselves partially nude around you, that you might be under the impression that like it's okay to take yeah, clothes we're off. Naked. We've all been naked, or you guys have all been naked. Yeah, I could, I could see that, especially with alcohol. You're right, but then for him just to be like, oh, crossed the line, pants back on. That is the correct response. All right. <clears throat> Ready for the next one? Yes. Let's hear it. Even more. Nudity? Um, no, the titties? opposite of nudity. Clothity. Mm. No titties. However, a potential promise of titties. Am I the asshole for stranding my friend on her moving day because she pulled a prank on me? Ooh. I'm a 24-year-old man, and my friend, Jess, is a 22-year-old woman. We've known each other for about three years since we met in a class. We've always been platonic, and to be completely honest, I'm not the type of guy to go for it. What a good guy, dude. 
Yeah, just, to I be would, honest, I'm like wouldn't even hit it. I wouldn't even think about trying unless like maybe she hit me up first. Maybe he's asexual. That's possible. I don't think so. Yesterday, Jess was supposed to move. I was going to drive my truck over to her place, help her load up her stuff, and get her out of her apartment. Her situation with her roommates has become highly unstable due to irreconcilable differences, so she was in a rush to leave. They took off their swim trunks <laughs> yeah, in the pool. Were, she was the one person who put her bikini top back on. <laughs> the day before yesterday, as a way of thanking me in advance, Jess ordered pizza for the two of us. We were friends. We were sitting there watching a movie on my couch, being platonic friends as usual, and suddenly she inched closer to me. I figured it was nothing until a minute later she got a little bit closer. Then she got a little closer, and all I could do was think about how it was finally happening. So you would do it. I'm totally platonic, bro, but fuck, it's happening, bro. She squeezed up really close next to me and looked up at my face. I'm not the most confident guy, so all I could say was, Hi. To which she responded, Hi. Are you cold or something? There's a whole couch over there. Then she asked if I wanted to do, quote, something. I asked what something was, and she said, oh, you know, something. Lip by lip. Men don't know. They don't, they don't get the hint. You got to use your words. Well, to be fair, he was still trying to keep room for plausible deniability. So again, he laughed and said, I don't know what something was. She kept staring at me and nodding, and I thought I'd take my chance. What kind of nod do you think it was? Like a, <laughs> or like a, you were just like, night at the Roxbury, <laughs> like he just yeah. lost in a different. That's the movie they were watching. It was just, oh, I fucking love this scene, but this girl's about to kiss me. She was actually having a seizure and asking for help. <laughs> oh, God. You want to do something? <laughs> you want to do something? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> she kept staring at me and nodding, and I thought I'd take my chances. I asked if I could kiss her. She immediately stood up, walked to the other end of the room, and sat down on the armchair. Got your ass, you fucking piece of I shit. I knew it. Then she took out her phone. I immediately apologized to her, and she said that I should just forget it. A few minutes of incredibly awkward silence passed, and then she said, I guess Kim was right. I asked what Kim was right about, and she explained that for several years, her best friend Kim has repeated again and again that I was only trying to get into her pants. Apparently, Kim put her up to testing me. That's that's pretty <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I felt horrible. Immediately, I apologized to Jess again, said that while I found her attractive, I'd do nothing to hurt our friendship, and then apologized yet again. Jess accepted it while crying a bit. Then I told her she had nothing to worry about. After Jess went home, I got to thinking that it was incredibly mean-spirited that she would do that to me. Yeah. I apologized, but that juvenile high school prank just started to strike me the wrong way. That doesn't feel like a prank to me. That's, That's just, n- like, fucking rude. It's just it's not a prank. It's, like, emotional, just absolute, yeah. like, uh, abuse. I talked to my sister, who reinforced that it was disgusting behavior. Then she asked for Jess's address, which I declined to get. I'm going to fucking beat that bitch's <laughs> ass. <laughs> just go <laughs> I can't do anything to her, but Belinda, if you go over and beat the shit out of Jess, that'd be pretty fucking tight. The next morning, instead of meeting up with Jess at the promised time, I just didn't. I had taken the day off work, but I went in anyway because I wanted to get my mind off of what had happened. Jess was blowing up my phone all day, and then I got a couple texts from a number I didn't recognize, which I imagine was Kim. Finally, Jess called me a, quote, flaking creep, and that was the end. 
I'm really mixed on this. I feel kind of bad, but not that bad. Was I wrong? God. No. <sighs> Here's the problem. is like, yes, it's like, I knew you were... I knew you're trying to get my pants, but it's like if he was with anybody in that situation and they gave them all those like cues, right? It's you're acting like you are interested and you do want to like move forward with this, these actions. And then for her to be like, I was just testing you, and it's like, well, any person that can read social cues would fall for this trap. I don't know what the plan was here. And even he even did the best thing you could do, which was to ask, Can I kiss you? Yeah, gave the asking for consent. That's why she's mad, actually. I want, yeah, she wanted to be uh, CNC. Mm-mm. Consenting non-consent. Consensual non-consent, as somebody corrected us in their comments. I just feel like he's not rude f- for like not wanting to do it, but I think he should have talked to her about that and said, hey, I'm not comfortable with what happened last night. I'm not over it. I don't think I can help you today. You need to find somebody else. Yeah. Instead of just ghosting her. Yeah. Like, just fucking tell her, like, what you did hurt my feelings. It was fucked up. I don't think I can move past it. I need some time. I can't help you today. I guess. But also, like, if she wanted to pull that prank, maybe do it the day after she moved. <laughs> you know? It's that's definitely on her, for if sure. If you're going to, like, fuck over a friendship and just completely throw it out the shitter, yeah. maybe just wait until the day after they do you the huge favor. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. That's a pretty good guess there. Don't burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's that is nuts, but Erica, you act like it's so easy to communicate. It it's is so difficult to communicate. It's Erica. not difficult to communicate. If I got pranked in any form, I wouldn't talk to them ever again. Mm. So, just I... a heads up. <laughs> what about communicating is hard? All of it. The words part is yeah, generally where I trip up. No, literally, just say like what you are feeling. Um. I do feel like in this specific situation, and maybe this is reading too much into it, which we don't do on this podcast, uh, the fact that the story opens up with him being like, yeah, she's sort of had a big falling out with her roommates. It's like maybe her and Kim kind of ain't the best types of people. To, like, Yeah, it sounds like this girl sucks. Yeah. So dodged a bullet, man. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Sometimes women are trash. Sometimes women are trash. That? Yeah. Turns out there's a large percentage of the world. Not large. A sizable percentage of the world of just people. People are bad people sometimes. Yeah. And they're all fucking Aries. They're all Aries. So. I've never met an Aries I like. Yeah. Really? Because I feel like Scorpios are the worst. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, they'll sting you in the back or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the, that, the star that sucks. sign is. What... But Speaking. what about Pisces, though? We like them. They're cool. Honestly, one of my best friends is an, is an Aries. And... Honestly, water signs in general. Pretty cool. I'm a sun sign, dude. No, that's not a thing. Oh, is it, I'm a fire sign. There you go. Speaking of, let's get back on the fire side of the break. After these quick messages, bye. Bye. Judgy's Pod listeners, do we have a deal for you? Tom Brady is returning to New England for the biggest game of the year, and the stakes have never been higher on my bookie. Whether you're back in the Bucks or the Pats this Sunday, the game is always more exciting when you've got money on the line at my bookie. Smart money says the Bucks. Get in on the action and take this game to a whole new level at my bookie. 
Both teams are sporting top defenses, and nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. And you never bet against Brady. Or Belichick. <laughs> Slow and steady will win this race. Smart money bets the under. And I'm going the over. Don't wait around. Join my bookie now and bet on the biggest game of the season. Use my promo code JUDGIES, that's J-U-D-G-I-E-S, and double your first deposit. Again, that's promo code JUDGIES. J-U-D-G-I-E-S to get double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. Bet anything. Anytime. Anywhere. With, with my, my bookie. bookie. Link in the description. It's no secret that podcast advertising has taken the marketing landscape by storm. As a host, my audience trusts me to put out great content and to curate sponsors with products or services they'll actually find useful. That's part of why the host read ad works so well. But the process of booking these ads isn't always simple. Josh, tell us how it worked before we got with Gumball. I'll tell you what, it didn't work. We reached out to companies. Companies did not reach out back to us. We were making $0, and we were sad. It's no more depressing than putting in hard work on something and not getting paid for it. Before Gumball, things were... Christian, would you say they were complicated? Uh, Yeah, they were pretty stressful. Uh. It's it's bad feeling uh, not heard by any of these companies. There was lots of back and forth, and it was a lot harder to curate. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But didn't have to be because that's where Gumball comes in. They've made it so easy. We literally just go onto the website. They've got an ad booked for us. We read a script and then we get cash. Bottom line, Gumball makes things easier for everyone. It helps shows get monetization, helps you learn about advertisers before you say yes, and finding helps to find brands that fit with the audience. Know when you're getting paid, and it's easy to keep track of ad schedules. Guys, we're on Gumball. So guess what? You can buy ads for our show by going to gumball.fm and searching for The Judgies. If you're an advertiser or a podcaster, have a look at gumball.fm. Browse shows, discover new advertising options, or list your own podcast today. Thanks, Gumball. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this side of the break. We have some mail that somebody sent to our P.O. box. Oh, shit. oh, we'll block it. I'll cut to it now that you're covering it. So for those who can't see, there's a Bob Ross sticker. Uh, and then there's Peppa the Pig characters. There's a big old beefy boy. That's Christian. There's a lady one in a dress. That's Erica. And then there's one that is taller than he seems on a little, uh, <laughs> is that a scooter of some sort or a, like bike? a bike? A what? A little teeny tiny minuscule no, man on a bike. It's a bike. It's a it's a it, the thing is it's a really really actually it's a tricycle. It's a really really big tricycle, so he looks small in mm, comparison to force perspective. He's actually yeah. like a block down. Yeah. So, thank you for making me seem tall. I'm tall, of course. Everybody knows I'm tall. I'm a tall. All right. Man. So we've got a Bob Beautiful. Ross postcard. Nice. Scenic view. Oh my god. There's a whole freaking essay in there. It says, Dearest Judges, I hope this card finds you all well and in tip-top shape. 
You got it. I love your podcast very, very much. It helps me more than my antidepressants. Girl, mine's not working either. <laughs> so in thanks, I present you with a very, very special, in parentheses, for sure, most definitely not from the store, from the dollar store, uh, print, close parentheses, certificate. I thank you all, Josh, Erica, Christian, and Aurora, Ranked for making me... False. For making me <laughs> laugh. May the almighty Christ be with you. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, respectfully, Holly. Thank you, Holly. And then the inside of the card that like actually comes with the card says, friends are the most important commodity in the world. Even a tree needs a friend. It says, P.S. Erica, you're a girl boss and a queen, and I love you. Thanks. What's the certificate look like? What are we certified for? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. All right. It says, you are one of a kind. Oh, hell yeah. The Judges Podcast. September 7th. Signed by a fellow piss baby. Aren't we all just a little piss baby in the end? Deep yes. down inside, we're all just piss babies. Yeah. And for those that are listening only and not not seeing any, any video, um, it is a rainbow p- paper, and it's got a sparkling flying unicorn with stars and sparkles on it, and it is wonderful and we're gonna frame this thank you very much fellow piss baby thank you very much thank you. and if any other piss babies want to send them in that's p.o box 58 ottawa illinois 61351 address it to the judges or to josh because i am vain guys circle george time so quick little story about what i did this weekend kind of oh my god i totally forgot this is just real quick okay. i told christian i was gonna do it at the top and i forgot about it all right today at work mm-hmm. somebody called me and the caller ID, you know how it says like your last name or your first name or mm-hmm. like company name or whatever. Piss baby. Guess what it said? Piss baby. No. Fuck. It said, "Hey homie." Hey homie. Hey homie. <laughs> that was his name on the caller ID. Is "Hey homie." So is legally said, hey, homie. homie hey or what? I don't know. Well, because I was like, this is gonna be a cool phone call, so I answered it because normally I would have ignored it, you know, as you do at work. This was like a work call. Like they called was, my work desk phone. It was yeah. just a fucking boomer. Yeah, it was some like middle-aged like, lady and she was like, "Can you tell me some guidance?" And I was like, "They just they specialize <laughs> I guess. in like bales of straw and hay possibly." No, it was H E Y. It was actually Marge Simpson. It just, "Hey, homie." Ew, I didn't like got that. It. That was a really bad Marge. Homie. I, I can't I have to start with the mm. the the like grunting noise is pretty yeah. good, but the rest is terrible. Yeah. I mean I don't see you trying is the weird oh, part. Oh no, I can't. Yeah. It looks like you're bailing on that hey, homie. Ew. All, All right. right, guys. Sorry, go on. Circle jerge. Ju- Let's hear it, Joshua. You guys can jerge the shirt out of me this week. Uh Aurora and I had our uh one year dating anniversary <gasps> on Saturday. Nine eleven, never forget, of course. Um so we went up to Milwaukee to see Mark Rebier in concert. So okay. it's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, I'd Did been you go to, to the rave? No, it was at the Pabst, Pabst Theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very beautiful. Uh, so we get up there around like four, check in at the hotel. We, we're getting ready. We go to leave. Show starts at eight. So we're leaving the hotel at like 520ish. Okay. And so my Plenty entire plan was to go to this place. It's called like the Milwaukee Ale House. It's just like a kind of 
right in between like nice and uh not too nice of a restaurant brewery style okay. nice little dinner it's got good wisconsin food you know like brats cheese pretzels a nice beer cheese yeah. selection good ipas that was my plan apparently on fucking mondays everything in downtown milwaukee is closed that's worth a damn it's either fucking three money signs on google and you know your boy ain't pulling that kind of cash okay <laughs> and or it was like fucking like there's a shake shack downtown I'm like oh. you- you didn't want to embezzle Judgy's funds into your <laughs> anniversary dinner? Well, and to be fair, also, like, I was wearing an open Hawaiian shirt, and, like, she was wearing, like, overall. It wasn't, like, we couldn't just go into a nice restaurant. We didn't have time to go to a restaurant and then change, and then not that we didn't bring nice clothes. Like anyway. Erica's mother says, situations are only awkward if you make them awkward, so you could, probably could have. She does say that. That's fair. We could have gone to a place that they give you the tie and the jacket as you walk in and just over a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So... We're walking and we go to this. We're like, oh, it's fine. We'll go to this other restaurant. We call an audible, walk down the, the Milwaukee River. It's probably not called the Milwaukee River. One of the river walks and go into a re- go to go to a restaurant and it's under construction. So it's closed for the day. We're like, fucking cool. So we pull up another one real quick. And it's uh, this place called Safe House. So we're like, sweet. OK, cool. It's just right over the river. It's actually across the street from the Paps Theater. About to save the day. Yeah. Boo. And we're going to go in there and house down some fucking food. So we go over there. And we're walking, just kind of talking. I got it up on my phone, not really paying attention. We walk past it, go back. It's it, Google is telling us it's in an alley. Like, the entrance is in, down and in an alley. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And, like, it looks like an alley, but there is a street sign on it. So I was like, okay. So we walk, like, halfway down the alley, and it's this brick building, no signs. And there's just a door, a red door. And I was like, is this the entrance? Heard of this I place. feel like it's wild that you've never heard of this place. Like, I get it; it's kind of an underground, like secret, secret thing. But it's like, hasn't everybody heard of this like secret fun date night? Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah we've definitely heard of this. So I had never. So I was like, whatever. We'll just go to this fucking bar in the front of it. So we walk in through the bar, and when we walk into the bar. There's a sign that says safe house and points back with an arrow. So we're like, oh, okay, that's fucking weird. Go to the back. We walk in, and it's a fucking maze. Like, there's. A pa- there's patrons eating at a table but there's like no servers we can't see where it's like built like an old like apartment building where like there isn't just a big open room with tables it's just like decorations everywhere okay. like this first room is like has like usa cia propaganda all over it go into the next section and it's uh russian stuff like uh what's their like cool. spetsnaz and like all that fucking dumb shit and I go, we go around another corner, and I see a worker, and I very clearly look lost. And she just, like, walks past us, and it's like, well, all right. So we finally find the next room, and it's, like, uh, East Asia-themed room. Uh, and we walk up to the counter, and they're like, hey, you guys need to be seated. And we're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. And they're like, okay. so we, we What's get, the code word? We get seated. And at this point, I'm starting because she says, uh, oh, will you agents be dining with us tonight? I'm like, ah, this is a fucking theme restaurant. Okay. It just now clicks in your head. Now it's starting to make sense. You walk through three different themed rooms. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, I figured that it was a theme restaurant at that point. But they set us down and we're in like our own little booth thingy where there's just two chairs. And then the third chair actually has the table like attached to it. So you, nobody could sit there that makes any sense it's like a floating table but it was attached to the arms of a table um yeah it doesn't make sense but it was in a room and it was i feel like it was supposed to be designed like uh uh the only this is a horrible horrible movie reference and i'm sorry this is the only frame of reference i have in my mind but it's like the scene in suicide squad the first one 
where the Joker is in the back room smoking cigars. All right. It's like a back. It's like where there would be like a beaded curtain <laughs> and it's where like fucking deals go down. All right. Okay. But there is no beaded curtain. And this. But what about the deals? Deals were not going down. Everything was <laughs> way too fucking expensive. <laughs> but I sit down. We look at the menu and everything is fucking spy puns. Okay. Uh, so you're in like heaven. heaven for you. Yeah. This is supposed to be an anniversary dinner. I wanted it to be just slightly nice, just a little bit nice. And uh, up on the, this, we were in the little China booth. So it has like pictures of Tiananmen Square, but then it has like somebody walking with a briefcase that says safe house on it. I'm like, that's bad fucking taste, right? Yeah. Like it says Seems Tiananmen like Square. And, that's like, so, and then they have like the Great Wall of China with like a safe house briefcase. And the waitress walks up and I think she could tell that like we were confused. And I was like, hey, where's the menu at? She's like, oh, you have to scan this super secret QR code. And it's like, super secret was it actually like hidden no it was on a fucking thing so okay. i scan it and she's like i was like oh yeah um i'll take is like a lakefront ipa but it was said lakefront spy pa right so i was like yeah i'll take the lakefront ipa and she's like okay cool say it <laughs> she, say it she leaves <laughs> comes back with it and she goes here's your lakefront ip here's your lakefront spy pa and like she kind of caught herself and she's like so what can i get you uh secret agents and like and she kind of wasn't into it either. She was kind of like, what do you guys, you agents want? And I was like, yeah, I'll take this food. Or I got her food. Eating food was absolutely mid, but it was overpriced. So that's bad to me now. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we go to leave. And like every fucking 10 minutes, there's a door that opens and people walk out and everyone cheers. And like every 10 minutes. And it's like, oh, so there must be some fucking maze or like something that you're supposed to complete. And like that's you do the maze and you come out and then you eat. Right. Okay. So we missed that part, which is fine by fucking me. That's half the fun. I missed that part. That's why your food was bad. <laughs> I had no fun. You you <laughs> had to collect the spices and the seasonings on your way through the maze to make <laughs> your food just, better. It was just plain <laughs> potatoes. Uh Again, my, my whole plan was to go eat for like an hour and then go walk around downtown Milwaukee. Uh, we had two hours and we spent an hour and 53 minutes in that restaurant because <laughs> they only had three servers and there was a ton of fucking people coming in. And like, I don't blame my the waitress, but uh, we just didn't get good service. Like I sat, she's like, well, I was like, hey, I need the bill. And she's like, we still had like 50 minutes at this point. She's like, yep, I'll go grab it. Took her 25 minutes to come back. And then I sat there for 20 minutes with the bill ready to pay. And she, I never even saw her again. She kept, well, for like 15 minutes. And she kept like booking it, like literally sprinting back and forth to a different table because people were like yelling at her, giving her a bad time. So I just take the bill up. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. Do you think it's just you are a bad customer and she's avoiding you? That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like to me too. I, I just wasn't g- given the puns enough. Did you not? You didn't use the code word. That's the problem. Why go to a theme restaurant if you're not going to have fun and t- partake? Well, the the craziest part is that nobody was like, did you enjoy, like, none of them were even, like, trying to be like, oh, is this your first time here? They were just like, you know what's going on, right? Like, nobody accidentally ends up in this fucking place. Well, yeah, because the entrance is an unmarked door in the alleyway. You have to know about it, Josh. <laughs> it didn't say on Google. Clearly, so you didn't do enough research. I go up to, the, to a different thing, and I was like, can I pay? And she's like, no. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, you have to wait for your server to get back. And I was like. I can't just give you the bill. And she's like, no, she has to come back. And I was like, okay, well, we're trying to leave. And she's like, I'll, I'll try and get her. And I was like, okay. And I like look over and there's a bar. And I'm like, I, I can't just pay at the bar. And she's like, no. And I was like, okay. So I just, we're just standing outside like our little room waiting. And she finally comes back and I sign it. Of course I tipped her generously. 
good three dollars uh no i tipped her like 25 percent. but um with the judge's money as you guys embezzling you're embezzling you just fucking go all out and it took fucking two hours i'm upset (laughs) i mean i would be what are you a crotchety old white man yeah it's a pandemic where everywhere is understaffed no, I'm not upset. Just the whole thing was... We're upset about the quality of the food. No, no. And the, the time frame of the, the food. The main upsetness on my end is from my expectations versus what was delivered. I expected going into the day to go to, like... Your expectations were great, and you had you had great expectations. Is this a spy thing? What and is it this? turned out not to be so great. Yeah. There's a book called Great Expectations, and it sucks. Okay. Well, it's sort of this restaurant. To I don't me. know how to read, Erica. Um, so yeah, there's my fucking. That's what I treated um, for our one year anniversary. We went to we went to a Dave and Buster's, and then the next time we went out, we went to a fucking theme restaurant. <laughs> so, so you guys know how to have fun, and you just don't know how to enjoy yourself. I get it. I tried so hard. Like uh, Dave and Buster's was whatever. I had a good time, but I tried so hard at this theme restaurant to be like. I'm an adult. I can suspend. I can I can roll up the fucking punches, and it was just. It doesn't sound like you did. I really did. The beer was good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like at those restaurants, when you're at that back door, you're supposed to know the code word, or they make you like do a goofy thing to get inside, and then there's like supposed to be a like screen so people can see you do stupid shit at the door. There was a in. TV monitor. Uh, d- displaying on somewhere, so they probably watched us walk up to the door and like stare at it, and then just walk away. <laughs> They did. We did have this little piece of paper that had like your mission if you choose to accept it. It had like 10 different tasks. And if you completed all of them and then put on your Facebook with hashtag whatever, you got 20% off your meal. And I was like, that's probably why it's so expensive because they expect you to get 20% off. That definitely checks out. So that's that. Thoughts? What a great story. We're going to cut a lot of it out. I'm upset because I was like, oh. I think it'd be fun to go to one of these places. And I'm just like, I don't ever want to go to one of those places now. Not with Josh. Definitely not with Josh. The only theme restaurants I've been to are when I was a teenager, Hooters and then Tilted Kilt. Didn't have a great time at either of those. And then now it's this place. What is Tilted Kilt? It's like Hooters, but with um, Scottish uh, like skirts on. Kilts. Yeah. That's kilt is short for Scottish skirt. No, it's not. Well, if you say it in like the actual Scottish dialect, it is. No. Guys, we got a request on Patreon. So you know your boy had to uh, honor it? Sure. So, guys, if you're not on our Patreon, go follow it. We got some stuff up there, and it's good. Honestly, our first Patreon episode was a fucking banger. Really? I haven't gone back and listened to it. I have. It's very funny. I also edited it, so that makes sense. But somebody requested on our Patreon to do more r slash the 10th dentist posts. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is pretty much just a better unpopular opinion. So I've got a few that uh, I thought were pretty funny. Is ready to get angry with me? Let's freaking hear him, bro. r slash the 10th dentist. <clears throat> Schrodinger's douchebag isn't a thing. Most Americans just don't understand how sarcasm works. I often see on Reddit people talking about Schrodinger's douchebag. Someone who will say something mean and then claim they were only joking when people take offense at it. After living in the U.S. for six months, I can safely say most Americans don't understand dry humor. Sarcasm or irony whatsoever. 
You guys understand the the premise? Yeah, that's such a dog shit take. It's someone saying like, hey, you're ugly. And then when they get upset, you go, I was joking. And that's supposed to be funny. And this person is saying that they're not funny. No, this person is saying that is funny. (laughs) That you just don't know how to take a joke. Yeah. Yeah, the whole idea of like Schrodinger's Schrodinger's douchebag is like. You're not a douchebag until I call you a douchebag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's. Or people use the I was just people believe that people use the I was just joking thing as a crutch. So they'll be mean, but then when they get called out, they just be like, I was joking. That literally happened to me yesterday on Facebook. <laughs> what do you mean? Someone was talking shit about vaccine shit and I was like, You're a fucking idiot. Here's a link to a study. And they're like, I said probably in it. What, you want me to cater to your side and the anti vaxxers? And it's like <laughs> No, you shouldn't have to cater to anti-vaxxers if I show you an article saying that it's not a real thing. All right, here's this guy's example. Someone was once complaining that a guy on Tinder didn't message her back, and I said, aw, maybe it's because you're just fat and ugly. Parentheses, she is very obviously neither fat or ugly. And she completely took it to heart. When I said I was only joking, she and everyone else in the room said I was being a dick and claimed I was just saying it as a joke to save my own skin. See, if you're going to say something mean to somebody, fucking own it. The meanest thing I've ever said to anybody. This is real mean. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's my freshman year of college. We were in the dorm. We were watching Anastasia, okay? The Disney princess movie. All right? I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but I don't care. I did not like this girl. From the beginning, she's my sweet mate, not a fan, whatever. She's fine. Didn't really care. Anyway, she was sitting next to me, and she goes... I wish I was a princess. And I looked at her and I said, you have to be pretty to be a princess. Erica, come on. You don't have to be pretty. It's mm. true. There's a lot of inbreeding. Well, she's not, fans. so she's got no chance. <laughs> That's pretty rude, Erica. I know. It was but so mean. It was very mean. But I didn't cop out and say, I'm I was joking. joking. Do you want I to shrugged you my for... shoulders and everyone laughed. <laughs> you want to know? Like, no, nobody <laughs> laughed. Everyone laughed. <laughs> A little bit of Everybody stood history. up and applauded me and said, "You're so brave, Erica." Thank you, you said for standing what we were all truth. thinking. <laughs> we were all thinking you have to be pretty. Isn't that the whole? Pre- I guess that is the whole premise of the Princess Diaries, right? Is that yes. she has to be deuglified? Listen. Well, they took off her glasses and straightened her hair. Isn't yeah. that the whole premise of the movie? And they mm. m- removed her braces or something, didn't they? They took out her retainer. That's the besides the point. You don't technically have to be pretty to be a princess. Like, whatever. It's fine. Or how about this, Erica? All princesses are pretty because all women slay queen. uh, Yes. (laughs) Except Katie from that other story. Is that her name? What's Mm. the lady's name from the second story we read that pranked the Oh, yeah. Fuck that girl. Jen? Jess? Yeah, Jess. Jess. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you're going to say something mean, fucking own it. Yeah, or yeah. apologize. And then just remember it as everybody laughing at your <laughs> mean joke. No, it's not really not how that worked. <laughs> That's, nobody laughed at it. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys ready for some shit that makes me mad? Well, apparently, I got Erica mad. I wasn't planning on it, but this is shit that'll make me mad. R slash attend dentist, of course. I want to come back to the office. Working from home is not beneficial for employees. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Notwithstanding the fact that I have a great setup at home, I believe the fact that working from home will become the new standard for office work. First off, oh, for the office work suck. 
Sorry. So he's saying that it will suck. First off, even if you don't like it, office work in big firms is an important driver of social life. People exact expatri expatriates themselves. What a fucking word. Yeah, I've this never heard that word before. People expatriate themselves for job. They change city and states. How cool would it be when on their first day they're given a computer and told to stay at home because, oh my God, you just have to come once per week now. Isn't that cool? You may preach that you want to separate private and work life, but be real. For new jobs in a new city, work is the main driver of interactions. There are only so much that your hobbies can accomplish. Also, if jobs can be performed remotely, how long until your employer realizes that dudes from Asia or Africa are as qualified and way cheaper? Isn't it? that the case with it and customer services already i'm sick of seeing random linkedin pro people preaching for never coming back to work the office f that do a one day mandatory available work from home per week some leveraging and for parents and make everyone come back to the office this dude absolutely reminded the teacher to collect the homework yeah this dude fucking sucks and dude's licked so many boots in his life yeah this dude sucks I can understand there's certain people that are like, oh, I need like uh, an office environment to work better or whatever. But like, go fuck yourself. A lot of people do better working from home. He's like, oh, you don't have you can't have hobbies and meet new people. Guess what? I'd have four fucking extra hours a day to go do hobbies. Yeah. If I wasn't commuting every day. Like, right. There's so much bullshit here where it's like, shut the fuck up. This dude is such a slave to the idea of like, gotta go to office building so that way my corporate entity can watch over me every second of every day. He's trying to get into middle management. Yeah. He absolutely is. Or he's, upper management. He's the manager that you don't want. That like 75% <laughs> of your workforce quits after he takes over. And it's like, yeah, we just can't get good help around here. And it's like, oh. I think we all know what the issue is here. He's the business con. He's the business major who uh, doesn't want to tax billionaires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he said. Like, well, what if I become a billionaire? <laughs> I want everybody to work at home or work at the office that way. I can watch over them. I make a hundred thousand dollars at my salary job where I work seventy hours a week. I'll be a billionaire in no time. <laughs> I will say too. There, he seems older because he's talking about like LinkedIn stuff. Although. I'm just not in a field that uses LinkedIn that a ton either. But uh, I do like uh, there's people at my at my office or on the office side of my building who would intentionally work like 80 hours a week to not be at home because they hated their wife and kids so much. It's like I feel like that's where this dude's energy is coming from. It's like maybe if you didn't have to have such a maybe you didn't have such a bad home life that you could like work on and like. I don't know. I, I just feel like I would fucking love the opportunity to work from home. I feel like 99% oh, of Americans would love that. My job yeah. could absolutely be done from home. I if I was, if I had like the actual setup, because my office tried to do some work from home stuff. I mean, I work in public health during a pandemic. There wasn't really, you know, anyway, um, I just didn't have like the setup for it. Like I need a fax machine. I need a landline. I need a desk. We didn't have our desktop computer at that point. But if I had all of those things, I would definitely like never go to the office again. I'd never wear pants again. Yeah. Even I'm not wearing pants right now. That's the goal of podcast. <laughs> the dude almost was to like, we should have four work days a week, but on the fifth one, we will have to work from home. How about we change that? How about we do that, guys? <laughs> all right. Last one. This will make me extra angry. Are you ready? As a tall person, five foot nine. 
I actually quite like it when people tell me. Do I'm they tall. actually? No, they're six foot five. But okay. like, it's kind of like if you're five nine, you just say you're five ten, and if you're no one wants to be five ten, so you say five eleven. Yeah, that, and like if you're five eleven, you just round up to six foot, and like six foot's kind of weird. It's like six one, and then it's like well, six one's pretty much six two with shoes on, and then like you know, you know you want to go to at least a prime number, so you're up to like six three. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean. 5'11 on paper looks a lot better than 5'10, I have to say. So I would like, if I was f- between the height of 5'4 like Josh to 5'9 like a normal person, I would probably lie about being 5'11 too. I'm sorry. I'm just so committed to work life balance that I fucking am the height of my 5 to 9 job. Ugh. <laughs> Dolly Parton. What a style. shit joke. Um,. Often on the internet and in general, you hear tall people talking about how they really don't like it when someone comments on how tall they are. Ooh, how's the weather up there? <laughs> then you spit on them and say it's raining. Oh, shit. That's a Bo Burnham joke. Oh, Erica likes mind. Bo Burnham confirmed. I kind of understand why people don't like it if they're like over two meters or something, since these comments would be a lot more common. But in a lot of cultures, being tall is a desirable trait, so it's really a compliment to be told how tall you are. It fills me with a small sense of pride when I'm told that I'm tall or asked if I play basketball or something. I don't. I was literally just thinking, oh, I bet you play basketball. You know what you do? You throw a basketball in their face. <laughs> you just summon a basketball from the clouds. <laughs> Spalding. Uh, I never get sick of these comments and kind of enjoy them. Maybe it's just because I like being tall. <laughs> also, having to duck to get into some places gives me a sense of achievement or whenever a shower head isn't high good. enough for me. When the shower head hits me in the fucking shoulder blades i hate dude i fucking hate when the shower head like i have to like get under the the yeah no come on josh can you even reach it i have to (laughs) yeah i have a detachable (laughs) one but i still have to bring a stool in to grab it (laughs) to get it down (laughs) um christian do you get comments about playing basketball are you tall enough for that not really. He just like exudes not athletic energy no (laughs) so nobody asks him about sports no 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 I get asked if I played like college football all the time. I'm just like, yeah. no. I was like, I, I was a chubby little pudge boy until like college, and then I looked slightly Exer- muscular. Then you exercised for once. I I did a single push up, and I was like, oh, I guess I. If I would have tried, I guess I could have had the frame to look good and fit. But I'm uh, prefer eating fast food. I think you've always looked good. Thanks, Erica. I do enjoy, uh, of course, in the winter when we work out in the basement. Uh, my basement is very short, so short to the point to where I have to duck sometimes. Yeah. Um, and He's no, no, it's, <laughs> it's short. It's very short. Um, and I do have a video on my phone of uh, is after Christian and Erica had COVID, so they were quarantining, and Christian comes back to work out for the isolating. first. They were the, isolating. The correct term is isolating. They were isolating, and. Uh, he comes back after not working out for two weeks, and so I start to play the, uh, I don't remember, I don't know the song. It's called like Champion or something. I don't know. And he comes in and he's looking at me playing the song, and then because he wasn't looking where he goes, hits his head right on beat and goes ah, <laughs> and then the video ends. Maybe we'll post it. Maybe. All right, guys. Christian, can we get listener submitted sounds? Guys, send in your listener submitted sounds for us to play. Please. Instagram DM or email. That's Judgy's Pod. And here is this week's. Please send us sounds. Meow, meow, meow. 
like just trying to shove in as many as they can. Uh. Also, we'll take high quality ones. Like if you want to put a modicum of effort into it, that'd if be you, cool. If you guys want to go back a few weeks and listen to the eight seven seven jokes for judges ones, that was golden. Mm-hmm. We would love to have a little more gold standard ones. I love all of mine. I love the I love the humana humana. I I read a review based off of humana humana. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. You made the humana humana joke originally. Yeah, like originally, but though. like how many? Like originally, but like how many? How many times can we lean ah, on that joke? Boo! All right, listeners awuga, submitted story. A wooga is just like it's kind of like a Google, but times a hundred. It's a wooga. <laughs> um, so this is a listener submitted story on email. This is a long one. This is a long episode. You guys like when they're over an hour. You little fucking freaks. You little freak nasty little freaks. You like it. You didn't so, ask. A couple of you didn't ask for it. I saw a couple comments. Can we have longer episodes, please? Here it is. Be like six foot two almost, or something. It's gonna be so. <laughs> I mean, so big. The thing is, long and tall don't mean the same thing. Well, not for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this is titled Vacuum Gate 2021. You guys want to get any of the suck jokes out now or later? <laughs> later. Okay. I was trying to think of a joke. I couldn't. That sucks. I was trying. To- <laughs> <laughs> yes you got me right over home plate all right dear judges my roommates and i are having the worst argument i've ever been a part of i don't know what to do or who's at fault but i want the insanity to stop i 24 male live with two roommates both 29 male this is my first time having roommates so i'm pretty new to the whole thing it took me a few weeks to get used to the dynamic but luckily i'm living with my good friend kyle and one of his friends trevor So you've just got, like, no drywall left in the whole place. (laughs) They all play Call of Duty, drink Mountain Dew, and punch holes in drywall. I hope those aren't the real names, because those sound like bad people. (laughs) Up until a few weeks ago, our living situation had been pretty damn chill. All three of us have chores around the house, and I do the floors. The best part is vacuuming. It's what I do to unwind after a long day. With every piece of dirt that I suck up, my heart is filled with that much joy. It's the thing that probably gives me the most sense of accomplishment in my life right now. There's nothing like a spotless floor that you can wear white socks on. That's sad, right? <laughs> I mean, finding joy in a mundane I, task. I is... get that. That's nice. But to say that it's like <laughs> the this only... is the only thing that brings me any kind of joy. Also, why are you wearing white socks? It's 2021. Come on. That's a very good point. It just makes me feel good. I usually vacuum. <laughs> Erica's just all, five pairs of white socks. <laughs> no. I usually vacuum every one to three days, depending on how much I work. Because I enjoy vacuuming so much, I saved up and bought myself a really nice vacuum. I'm talking cordless with a long battery life, self cleaning brush roll, LED headlights, the works. <laughs> That's the sound it makes when it's running. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I take very good care of my vacuum, making sure that it's always charged, emptying out its dirt cache frequently, and cleaning the filter on a regular basis. This dude takes it serious. Who cleans the filter on their vacuums? I do. Wire. I do. While I have never told my roommates that they couldn't use my vacuum, I've made an effort for them to never need to use it. It's heavily implied. It's not part of my chores to vacuum my roommates' rooms, but I always ask if they'd like me to while I'm vacuuming the rest of the house. 
It usually is never a problem, and I spend an extra 20 to 30 minutes each vacuum session to make sure their floors are spotless, as far as dirt is concerned, anyway. Does this dude have OCD? Probably. The problem started a couple weeks ago when I was doing some early morning vacuuming. I texted my roommates while they were at work, asking if they'd like me to vacuum their rooms with the rest of the house, like usual. I waited for a little while for them to text me back. Kyle said yes immediately. Trevor, however, didn't text back before I got started. It was no big deal. I just went on with my vacuuming. However, on autopilot, I vacuumed the whole house. I wasn't thinking, and in my carelessness, I vacuumed Trevor's room. Once I had finished and realized what I had done, I looked at my phone and saw that he still hadn't texted me back. There was no going back now. I couldn't go in there and sprinkle dirt and dust back on his floor. Would have been a really funny resolution to it. (laughs) Dump the whole container in there. His door had been open anyway. I know I messed up by entering and cleaning his room without permission, but I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. I was wrong. Very wrong. When Trevor came home and saw that I had vacuumed his room, he was furious. You went into my room? I did not say that was okay. I apologized to Trevor and explained that I had done it without thinking about it. He said he didn't care and told me that he would never go into my room by accident and that he always respected my privacy. I honestly understood where he was coming from with that. Trevor was very respectful of space, and it was weird that I could disregard his so easily, even if it was an accident. How do you guys feel? It seems a little weird that for him to just completely blow up. Yeah. I get it. Be like, hey, man, don't go to my room. Or like, if it happened multiple times, maybe then get mad. But to be like... I know my door was open and you could see my room was dirty, but don't fucking touch my dust. This guy's pissed that he got his room cleaned for free. I'm trying to bring over a girl that has a fucking dirty room kink, all right? You fucked everything up for me. If she walks in with her white socks and they are at least browned, she's leaving. I'm not kink shaming, but that's not for me. You don't like dirty talk? That's not what I said. I told him I got what he was saying and apologized again. I promised to never go into his room unless he specifically told me to. He still seemed upset, so I went to my room to give him some space. I really thought that would be the end of it. For the next few days, whenever I walked past him in the house, he would throw some out, he would throw out some snide comment about me being a snoop, saying that I was a clean freak, etc. This bothered me, but I did fuck up, so I didn't say anything. Okay. I'll, like but being called a clean freak like isn't an insult, right? Like it's a it, little... should, it shouldn't hurt your feelings. Yeah. My sister just... used to try to, to insult me by saying I was ambitious. You're so ambitious. Like, okay. Thank you. Well, I think it's like, so I'm cleanly? Oh, You can no. never be a princess. You're too ambitious. <laughs> Princesses have to be unambitious. The next time I vacuumed the house, I didn't ask Trevor if he wanted his room vacuumed. I did not dare go near his room. Things were just starting to settle down, and I definitely didn't want any more tension. And now he's mad that he didn't get his carpet vacuumed. You didn't even ask. <laughs> a few days later, I heard the sound of a vacuum after I had already finished cleaning for the day. I went out to investigate. The noise was coming from inside of Trevor's room. <gasps> I went to check on my vacuum. It wasn't on its charger. I knocked on Trevor's door, called him, and yelled from the other side of the door, all to no avail. How big are these rooms? Vacuums are very loud. Christian, can you hit me what the vacuum sounded like? Trevor! Come on, Trevor! Trevor! Oh, wait, I think we already established uh, canonic- canonically. She- Trevor! Come over here! <laughs> Harmonizing with you, Christian! <clears throat> <laughs> 
Once he was done, he came out with my vacuum. While the vacuum wasn't damaged at all, although the dustbin was well past its max fill line. <laughs> How did he fill up a vacuum? How did, this dude says he empties it every time he uses it. How did Trevor fill up his vacuum off of one room, one use? Yeah, that is a very good question. Because, Does he got the dog in there? Because. Ah, uh, the dirt kink. No, well, no. Oh. Because the dude didn't do it for him. That one time. He's just a dirty guy. It's just guy. that much dust, yeah. Got dead skin falling off of him constantly. He's a dirt golem. I told Trevor I didn't want him to use my vacuum. I explained that it was really expensive and I took care of it in a certain way when I used it. Didn't expect him to use my vacuum the way I wanted it to be used, but I did want my vacuum to be in the same condition I left it in. I told him he can ask me to vacuum his room, but that I wasn't okay with him using my vacuum. Trevor said I wasn't going to step foot into his room ever again. He asked me what else he was supposed to clean his floors with. I was thinking the broom, but in reality, I just told him that I didn't care. Just not my vacuum. These fuckers have hardwood floors this whole time. Are you serious? Does it say that? Well, no, but you can't use a broom to clean carpet. Maybe he's just being an asshole and saying... (laughs) I don't know. This guy doesn't seem like an asshole. Was the vacuum stored in his room or is it stored in a common area? There has got to be something else going on here. There's got to be something outside of this vacuum that happened to trigger this. I think all this is actually happening inside of a vacuum where there's no events happening outside of it. Mm. That was a science joke. There I must not be it. any air in that argument, huh? <clears throat> oh, damn. He, star- <laughs> he started yelling. Well, if I'm not allowed to use your vacuum, you're not allowed to use my air fryer, any of my things. Oh, That's Jesus. how this. This is how these is that, situations always go. This is how roommates go. You get a label maker. You start putting your name on shit. I told him I didn't really give a shit about his glorified toaster oven. A statement I now regret in retrospect. That thing's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Does it say that? Yes. Way to come around <laughs> on the air fryer, dude. And went to go take care of my vacuum. True to his word, Trevor took his air fryer out of the kitchen and put it inside his locked room. Later that night, I was cooking breakfast for dinner. Brenner. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> really? Oh, that was inserted there. I thought yeah. that was like a quick Josh quip. I thought no, that was Josh he, quip he too. had to throw in like you might not know. It's called Brenner. Ugh. You've heard of brunch? Have you heard about its sequel, Brenner? <laughs> we went to brunch this weekend, and it was more of a Brenner than a brunch, if you ask me. That's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> if you brask me, that's when you ask me questions at brunch. Stop. <laughs> we went to a restaurant named Brunch in Milwaukee. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him the code word? <laughs> I had poached eggs for the first time. Trevor came out of his room and made a beeline. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor came out of his room and made a beeline directly to the kitchen. Are you using my pan? I told you not to use my fucking stuff. In that moment, Trevor took the pan I was using off the stove and dumped the bacon I was cooking in the sink, followed by the pan itself. I was shocked and pissed off. I started yelling, going on about how ridiculous he was being and what a child he was. He reiterated that he said I wasn't allowed to use any of his things anymore. I honestly didn't think he was actually being serious, minus using his air fryer, of course. I told him that two could play his stupid little game and that he wasn't allowed to use any of my things anymore. No table, no couch, not even the broom. (laughs) This dude's got a fucking... This is... He probably did say it how you just said it. But this is devolving so quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, what you guys don't understand is, uh, speaking of Anastasia, this was like Fantasia, where the broom was actually a a, a servant that carried buckets of water around. Mm. I guess that's a mop, huh? Hmm. <laughs> that makes more sense than a broom carrying water. 
Let's keep going. Guys. You don't want to just riff on Merlin a few for a few nah. seconds, or, or I'm sorry, it's Yen Sid. My bad. It's what? Disney backwards. The mage Yen Sid in Fantasia. It's the Disney. Sorcerer's Apprentice. It's Disney backwards. I don't give a shit about Disney. Cancel her, folks. Cancel her right now. Oh no, the Disney adults are coming for me. <laughs> We're fucked. Don't worry, they all got COVID in Florida. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, you said that he was perfectly fine with him. That was perfectly fine with him and started yanking all this stuff out of the kitchen, bathroom, etc., and stowing it away in his room. Imagine how dirty his room is going to get now. At first, I thought I didn't care and I thought I could get rid of all of my own stuff. Well, it turns out that I hate Trevor's game. I've had to buy a pan, a microwave, a trash can, my own lamp for the living room, towels, a bookshelf. I don't even have a blender or silverware to use anymore. You I, might as well just move out and yeah. get your own place. There's no reconciling <laughs> this. Just move. This story is such a slow burn. I love it. It's just it really built up to this last bit. I've spent more money this last week than I usually spend in one month. Luckily, the TV is Kyle's, and he doesn't feel like playing in my and Trevor's stupid I forgot contest. about the third roommate. Kyle is the guy who showed his dick second. <laughs> yeah. He's just like chilling like, hey, if I can still use the air fryer in the vacuum, I'm chill. Well, now <laughs> Trevor's cooking my food and you're cleaning my room. My life's pretty nice now. That's why his floors are so dirty. There's fucking air fryer grease all up in it. <laughs> Kyle's insisting that I go apologize to Trevor and allow him to use my vacuum. I tried to explain to Kyle that I want my vacuum to be used a certain way, and that if anything happened to it, I would wanted to make sure that I was responsible for it. I don't even care that Trevor doesn't want me to use his air fryer. It's the little things like not being able to use towels, utensils, and Trevor's attitude that are pissing me off. I know I messed up by vacuuming Trevor's room without permission, but it was an honest mistake. I don't want to live in a house with all this tension, and I feel bad that Kyle has to deal with this now too, but I don't think I'm being the asshole here. When I talked to my brother about it, he said that I was the asshole for not letting my roommates use my vacuum, that I did start this whole mess. I don't know what to think anymore. Is this whole messed up situation my fault? Am I right to not want to let my roommate use this one thing? What should I do? Love, vacuum, dude. Oh, man. Of course, short for VD or venereal disease. What a story. I love that because it's a very long story, obviously, but I scrolled down to the bottom and saw where it got to, and I was like, we got to. We got to delve into this situation. It feels like everybody's had this situation in some form. Maybe not to this extent, but everybody's had this situation, like having roommates growing up. No. You never got into a fight with that ugly roommate you had? She wasn't my roommate. Oh, she's your sweet mate. Mm-hmm. We shared a bathroom. Exactly. Was it? Cody style? I was going to say, this, never, this had to have happened during college. You never got into an argument with a roommate like that? No. Hmm. You were mad? This is when you basically lived in my dorm, but you were mad because you never slept in your bed, but your roommate would let people sleep in your bed. That's kind of... She let people use my clothes. Oh. So you've had a and similar then I... situation. No. Then I was like, hey, don't let people use my shit. And then I moved all my shit into your dorm. Yeah. Christian solving all of Erica's problems yet again. Go no. figure. <laughs> Christian figuring it all out. No, no, no. Christian's the Kyle in this situation. No. No, I fucking communicate. I talk to my roommates. Communicate and bail. <laughs> you think they're going to be able to switch this bail. one under the rug, or is it just going to always suck? Nice. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I've been uh, sitting on that for 15 yeah. minutes. How long was the story? 42. At least 15 <laughs> minutes then. 
Yeah. I didn't think there's that much broom in this episode for that long of a story. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, uh, Aurora didn't like right that now. one. It's, you're like a... You're like an air fryer, bro. You're hot, right? Now. <laughs> I'm broiling. I'm broiling. Ah, uh, uh, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. The thing about the air fryer is, it's not. It's not. It wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't such a dry heat. <laughs> it's true. Here, okay. Here's the thing: if the vacuum was in a common area, it's assumed anybody can use it. That's my feeling on this. Or it should have been established from the beginning, like, "Hey, man, I'm very particular about this vacuum." It's my fucking life and joy. It's the only thing that brings me happiness. Please do not fuck this up. Let me use it. I'll vacuum your room. I love vacuuming your room. Or even it really should have just been like, hey, I want to vacuum my room, man. Yeah. Because I would, because like maybe the dude like, you know, to vacuum the floor, you got to move stuff off the floor. Like maybe he didn't like this stuff getting moved around. Yeah. That's what I think is going on here. That Trevor had something in his room that he didn't want anybody to see marijuana but why was his door open it didn't say that the door was open did it yeah that's That's why that's why he just walked in with the vacuum i'm just saying like i'm telling you it's because he had a girl coming over with a dirt kink yeah that's the only explanation yeah not for me or that he's a fucking dude he's like you can't touch my pile of garbage (laughs) he's he's the guy with the tampon in the garbage story yeah don't touch my garbage he's the guy Everybody needs to go to therapy. Yeah. Kyle's fine. Kyle's, Kyle's cool. just Kyle, fucking kicking back. Kyle's just the mediators. I really think you and Trevor should fucking hash it out. I think, like, mano y mano, just fucking get to the root of it. The fucking vibes are all off in this you apartment You guys are, now. like, harshing the vibes. Like, I'm just trying to mellow over here, and you're freaking it up, dude. That's not very trill of you. Everybody needs to move out. Yeah. <laughs> except Kyle. Ways. Yeah, except Kyle. Kyle, they'll pay his rent. Kyle's just solo now. Yeah, they need to part ways. Hey man, and this, I think everybody sucks except Kyle. To be fair, and VD says it at the beginning, uh, this is the first time he's had roommates. And the first time you have roommates, you're going to have little quarrels. And you live and you learn, you know? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is you clearly need to find new roommates. Yeah. This is not going to work out. Or? It's quickly devolved. Or, and I know we don't give this specific advice super frequently but they could just communicate better about shut it shut the fuck up josh we're That's awful podcast. advice yeah. whoever told you that i will awesome. say friend of the pod jake of okay. course might be on soon who knows uh, from jake and amir yes <laughs> yeah the dream <laughs> yeah uh, of course jake on our halloween episode mm-hmm. um he and i were roommates and they were and Christian's uh, favorite vine. Not a funny vine. Famously, he and I didn't get along the first year we lived together because, believe it or not, I'm a bad person to live with. At least I used to be. I was going to say, you're not that bad. And uh, he also was. We both were bad and we didn't communicate. And then guess what? We figured it out. Who broke the ice of communicating first? Well, we were sort of forced to share a room again. And then we just sort of like, I just farted every night and morning. And he thought that was funny, so it kind of worked out. That's all it takes. Hey, man, start farting in front of Trevor. That'll uh, he, fix everything. He, he always said he didn't need an alarm clock in the morning. It was always you'd always just look over, and my legs were up in the air, and I was farting. <laughs> so you, the way you fart is the same way the person in the first story took off the swim trunks. Yeah, I can just like imagine you on your back with both your arms and your feet in the air like a dog. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Ears perched. Every night, every morning. Mm. Is that still? 
still happening? No. Aurora? Huh? Is that still, still a thing? I, she I wish. says, I wish. Um, but also, I know I said this on the pod a long time ago. He and I used to get into arguments because we didn't think, like, he didn't think I cleaned the dishes well enough. So he would want to do the dishes. <laughs> we just had this conversation today. <laughs> Christian's garbage at doing dishes, but you know what? He tries, and that's all I care about. But he's really dishes at doing the garbage. And guys, no, he's bad at that too. Are you bad at taking up the garbage? <laughs> he just doesn't. <laughs> oh, uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, he just trips as soon as he I'm, goes out. With I'm it. definitely ignored until it's just you can't shut the garbage drawer anymore. But he does the laundry for me, and that's great because I hate laundry. And I like vacuuming. I get where this dude's coming from. Vacuuming's soothing. We got a new vacuum. It's great. I get it. I love it. Hmm. I'm not that intense into it, but. It's pretty cool. Well, guys, you know what else is pretty cool? Ending the episode. Ugh, this about one time. is a long one. Edited down. We, it'll still be over an hour. Yeah, there's no way you're cutting out 20 minutes. <laughs> ah, we'll see. Um, we we'll might see. cut out that whole story that you told about you're actually short. So, and please I'll, cut that. No, please cut that. Uh, we do get comments all the time that they think that my voice is your body and your voice is my body. And that's been true, guys. We just in post switched the voices to yeah. fool you. So I'm tall, and I'm, I'm Christian. Tall. <laughs> but if you want to go tell us how tall we are, Erica, where could they do that at? Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, other social media, YouTube. I don't know. It's Judgy's Pod, J-U-D-G-I-E-S Pod. And Christian, where can they send us an email and leave a review? If you want to leave a review, do that over at apple podcast uh give us a good review maybe we'll read it on an episode and if you got a story like this send it on over to our email at judgespod at gmail.com and guys head over to patreon for even more judges content Ooh. like i said we got some fucking bangers up there you want some content that'll make you go humana humana a wooga wooga head on over to the patreon guys bye 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 Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.